0: welcome. You are listening to Modern Beers and 90s Nostalgia. This is episode 10. Thanks for joining. Yeah, 10 episodes. That means for 10 weeks I've been enjoying my time or wasting my time, depending on how you look at it, and I'm happy to do so. Uh, We are coming to you from Chicago, Illinois, the Windy City, the big Easy. That's probably wrong. Um, <laughs> that's I am normal. joined by <laughs> I am joined by my wife for her second episode, Erica. Yes. Hello. Uh, hi. Hi. And I'm joined by a couple other of my friends here who are related through blood and, and marriage and well
1: not
2: yet.
0: <laughs> well that's uh, how
2: Justin and I are related. You are oh, well, related to <laughs> <Your> blood. <laughs> yeah, Katie
0: so Carlson happy. and Andrew Karras, say hello.
2: Hi everybody.
3: Uh, yes, hello, this is Andrew <laughs> Stop. Karras. Stop.
1: <laughs> that's it. He's it's like the big done. bopper on <laughs> <run. laughs> same by the Bopper. <laughs> bopper. <laughs> Richie the Big Bopper Belding. <laughs> that
3: was my NPR voice. I thought, like, that's what you're supposed to do when you're talking to
1: a Have mic. Have you ever seen Parks and Rec? There's
0: plus nothing soothing about NPR. this.
1: <laughs> Just <Jess> plus chess <laughs> equals Jess. Jess.
0: Okay, that's not 90s. <laughs>
1: Edit all
2: this up. So
3: we are, like I said, we'll fix it. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it, we'll do it live. That might have happened in the 90s. Yeah, and we are
0: doing it live. Uh, We are in, like I said, in Chicago, and uh, what better time to be in Chicago than Christmas time? It is officially December, and. It's a good time to be here. Everything's decked out for Christmas. We're looking down. We're on the 37th floor of the Marriott, right on the Magnificent Mile. You can see all the lit up trees along uh, Magnificent Mile and Michigan Avenue down there. Beautiful. So being in Chicago this week, <laughs> we are going to cover some Chicago slash Christmas slash northern suburbs of Chicago. So slash
3: beer. Shh,
1: shut up. That's it's,
0: also true. It's
1: pronounced Chicago. 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 Well, if dead, Chicago. Chicago. Chicago.
0: Chicago. 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 <laughs>
1: Sausage. Yeah. <laughs> <The> bears. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I just lost any fan I had in Chicago.
1: <laughs> Bummer. All two of them.
0: <laughs> so. Oh, negative two. Yeah. Uh, we are going to go over... Revolution Brewing, Illinois' biggest craft beer company, which, oddly enough, though, is very hard to find in Michigan, which is just a hop, skip, and a jump across the lake there, uh, even though I can find anything from Bells or Founders here in the city. But uh, we are also going to be going over a movie that takes place right here in Chicago in a beautiful house just north of here. Oh, listen to the ladies in their deep breaths, <laughs> and Andrew. My dream, <laughs> uh, my
1: dream house. Of
0: course, I am talking about Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Just no. kidding. We're talking about Home Alone because sure it, it is the Christmas season. We are in Chicago, only a thirty-minute drive from where this movie took place. And that traffic. Yeah, I heard that.
1: Tapco, tapco, Chicago.
0: So as you can see, we have a spicy show, uh, four of us here, so it's going to be a shit show as well. Um, but we are going to go over Revolution Brewing, and we're going to go over Home Alone. We're going to have a grand old time. Satellite in my eyes, like a diamond in the sky, how I wonder, satellite strong from the moon. I'm All right, as per usual, we are starting out with the beer. And like I said, we are in Chicago and we are drinking Revolution Brewing, uh, brews, Revolution Brewing Company brews. You know, whatever works, whatever kind of terminology tickles your pickle. Uh, I'm getting a face for that. Erica just made a face like a five-year-old child just met Mickey Mouse for the first time because she said a Chicago accent joke again.
2: You know, that really implies that kids have a uniform reaction to meeting Mickey when not everybody does. Some people refuse well, to meet him well, because he's well, horrifying.
0: Yeah, and some people in the Carlson family are afraid of costume mascots. But I'm getting off track. But speaking of costume mascots, Santa Claus is on the can for this Revolution Brewing holiday ale called Andrew Watch Tell Him You Love It
3: fist
0: <laughs> That's right. It's like Christmas, but with a fist. Where right you put that cup. fist is up to you. Oh, up your butt, Erica suggests. So there's a lot of places to put the fist during Fistmas. Stop
2: it. Stop. How dare you? Don't do that.
3: Gross. It's not,
0: it's not a video. He can take it out if he wants. So uh, Revolution Brewing Fistmas is their, obviously, uh, holiday ale... It is 6.5% ABV, so it's a little higher up there, and 31 IBUs not that bitter because it is a typical Christmas ale. You're gonna get a lot of spices and stuff in there. Uh, It's a red ale brewed for the holiday season with specialty malts to achieve a beautiful deep red hue and the aromas of fresh baked bread, caramel, and stone fruits uh, steeped with ginger root and orange peel. I actually get that orange peel for sure. Uh, And Andrew, you're having some of this with me right now. What do you think?
3: Yes, it is a very satisfying looking beer. Justin is drinking it out of a a glass right now. (laughs) And it just has a very, just nice, uh, malty, you know, red color that just looks like, it looks like a good beer and, you know, it tastes like a good beer.
0: Yeah, it actually has the color of like a... it reminds me almost of, like, a darker IPA. Like, sometimes you get an IPA that doesn't have the golden so much as, like, almost transition into brown. Almost like an autumn IPA, but, you know, not. Uh, yeah, but it is it is very tasty, and it's really easy to drink. It's very light. If I wanted to waste one and have Erica try it, she might even like it. I was just
1: like going to say, do you want me to try that and
2: it looks you know what it looks like to me it looks like um, a beer version of a hot toddy like it has that kind of color <laughs> can I, I try
0: it it looks like uh, <laughs> this color reminds me of the other day i was watching some tv show but the, whenever they drink scotch in tv shows it's always too dark mm-hmm. and as someone that worked in art department like when i did do champagne that color was right man i used oh no I got in a lot of trouble for that because I used tonic water instead of soda water because I'd Nobody never done that before
3: did you, was you a, get in trouble for using tonic water instead of sugar? Of soda water
0: well because the, it was a soap opera scene and they threw champagne on the person uh, uh. and they got super sticky and it was just <laughs> oh, supposed to be soda water with some food coloring
3: Let's talk story. about a sticky situation. Oh, <laughs>
0: weep, 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 weep. But we got off track. Revolution Brewing is right here in Chicago. 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 <laughs> uh, Chicago. So if you are in town, go check it out. I hope to be in their tap room sometime in the next few days. And uh, just to add a little 90s flair to our trip, one song that really made the end of the 90s hip-hoppin' and awesome was a little song that had a title that made no sense. You might remember it. It's called <gasps> mm, mm bop And M-Bop. Bop,
1: ba do ba ba.
2: If that sounds really familiar, yeah. it's
0: because a tiny child sang it that sounded like a girl.
2: Oh, it was not a tiny child. It was Taylor Hanson. He was like twelve. No, he was older than that. No, the, we're youngest the, same age. Yeah, the
0: youngest one. The youngest one. You were
2: like
1: twelve. No, we weren't. Well, we were like thirteen. I'm younger than you, but thank you.
0: Life. so that's correct bop is by Hanson and Hanson is a, a band that came out of the 90s and just kept on going uh, this time around great song uh, Christmas album it's okay but Erica my it's wife loves it, it. It's best Christmas and the ever. reason we are in Chicago this weekend is to see Hanson play a Christmas show and if you can hear that in the background we're in Chicago folks you're gonna hear some police sirens mm-hmm. haha Detroit's not number one anymore <laughs> home alone released in 1990 so it's just at the tip of the iceberg of our decade that we'd like to talk about starring macaulay culkin of course joe pesci daniel stern john hurd Catherine o'hara uh john candy i miss you buddy uh kieran culkin who's macaulay culkin's little brother in real life and who does he play andrew fuller oh that's the quiz because you asked earlier he's gonna wipe Uh, the bed Another reason it's a classic... Oh, go easy on the Pepsi. <laughs> <It
2: is>.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gives sex eyebrows yeah. about the Pepsi. It's but like, I'm going to pee all over that bed. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, bed ooh. is getting peed on, whether you like
3: it or not. <gasps> I'm going to let loose <laughs> pee-wise. I'm and scared. that is an important plot element because if Kevin weren't afraid about Fuller peeing the bed, then... He, he wouldn't, wouldn't have been, been alone upstairs. by himself, and he would have gone with his family to Paris. Yeah,
2: they wouldn't have forgotten Fuller.
0: Oh.
2: Uncle Frank would no, have remembered his uncle. No kid.
0: one forgets Fuller. <laughs> and there was only one obnoxious kid in the front yard, not two. Screw up the count. Uh, obviously, this is a successful movie for one huge reason, and that is it's a John Hughes movie. It's everything he touches seems to be comedy gold and iconic and last forever. Uh, and then uh, Chris Columbus directed, which. That name didn't ring much of a bell, other than like, oh, oh the, the, the discovering America, yeah, <laughs> the oh. pillager of but Indians, the West um, Indies. <laughs> but he did Adventures in Babysitting, which is my one of my wife's favorite movies, which Correct. I've only seen once because I she made me watch it. Um, a great movie. Another movie, you've only Ch- seen it once, movie. only once, yeah.
1: Another Chicago movie, as <laughs> Andrew pointed uh,
0: out. Home Alone Two, Lost in New York, which whoop, whoop. also takes place in Chicago. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Harry Potter, Stone, Harry Potter and Sorcerer's Stone, Harry Potter Chamber Secrets, all those Harry Potter
3: additional Chicago movies. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. Which you can catch every weekend on ABC Family. Harry Potter and the Deep Freeform. Dish Pizza.
3: Whatever. <laughs> Harry Potter and the <laughs> Deep Dish <laughs> but, uh, Harry Potter
1: and the magical
0: sausage. <laughs> I love that. I, I've actually seen it. There's a lot of this.
3: Justin. That's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Sorry guys. We're just I was keeping on it. the theme of our fistmas ale. No, that's, <laughs> that's right. not a
2: theme. We're it's... not going there. Enough.
1: Cut that part out.
0: Katie's like had enough of the fist We'll
1: fix it in post.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's staying in there. Um, so moving right along. So if you have been living in some detrimental circumstances where you have never seen this movie, uh Kevin McAllister, played by Macaulay Colkin gets left at home when his parents go to Paris for Christmas and through a series of hijinks because you know parents can't normally just forget their kid but in this movie they can and for whatever reason as we watch it we all buy it like it's not something you're like well no
3: it just seems to work out well
2: this movie is one long suspension of disbelief I mean it's a kid like it's a fantasy holiday adventure
3: I would contend that uh Kevin being left in Chicago while his parents fly to Paris is maybe one of the more believable plot elements. They set that up pretty well. That's what I'm saying. And because it is, pr- they are very rushed in the morning with mm-hmm. the power being out and you know them being woken up as the airport shuttle gets there. And yeah. they
1: threw his ticket away.
0: Exactly. Well, and then they do the the responsibility mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. she pushes the responsibility onto the the oldest of the... Cousins. Yeah, and mm-hmm. she does the head count, and there's the annoying kid in the van, and she's like... Does
2: this van get good kids? gas mileage? <laughs> does it have automatic transmission? Does, does, it does it have, have four-wheel drive? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I just want to interject and that, here.
0: that guy goes, look, I told you, kid, I don't know. Get out of here. Because he's so, from Chicago.
2: <laughs> yeah, and that's one thing that i really like obviously so john hughes wrote this movie didn't direct it chris columbus directed it, of course but um one thing that i really love about john hughes movies is that even if like the main characters don't have chicago accents his supporting character a lot of the supporting characters do and that's true in this movie too so you get you just get some like great chicago accents sprinkled through um, mm-hmm. which is crucial, I think.
3: Although Buzz does seem to have a Boston accent.
2: He, yeah, he said at the very oh. end of the movie, because you know he has the last line in the movie, Kevin, what did you do to my room?
3: Yeah.
2: And he says, rum, which is super Massachusetts. Spoiler um, alert. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: Spoiler alert. Kevin went into Buzz's <laughs> <That's right>. room.
2: <laughs> Stole his life savings.
0: <laughs>
1: Let his tarantula
0: Let the list. tarantula out. Made fun of his pretty girlfriend.
2: What? Um toss the playboy over his shoulder after being sickened <laughs>
0: <laughs> me and kevin were different children <laughs> wrong so kevin goes through a series of hijinks with a couple robbers that want to rob his house because they've been casing the neighborhood because coincidentally if you live in a rich neighborhood in chicago every single resident goes out of town for christmas
3: they all leave although the mcallister's had the best house on the block oh well obviously
0: that was the. who wants to go to the old wet bandits number two house over there Mm -mm. (laughs) nothing over there Mm -mm. did you know i found this out today the scene at the end where he's uh walking through the basement and it's all flooded they filmed that at a high school pool oh really? <laughs> <Yeah>. what? <laughs> because they, well, what are they going to flood? <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't know
0: <laughs> yeah so that was filmed at a high school pool cares. you know what scene I don't think fits in this movie and it's the first thing they filmed which is funny the uh, when he buys the toothbrush that no, whole he thing, steals the toothbrush well right right right, when he steals the toothbrush but that and like the Jimmy right? Jimmy, Jimmy shoplifter. Right. Uh Jimmy the clerk every that whole convenience store is so very like 50s. Right. Like even Jimmy he looks like oh, like he the looks, bagger yeah. at a 50s like He's stop like and go He's like straight out of Leave it to Beaver. Yeah. Yeah. It's very strange it doesn't fit the motif of anything else cuz everything else is very like uh classic we were rich in the 80s and we redecorated and like the early 90s after this movie was shot. Katie, you mentioned this before we started recording. Katherine O'Hara.
2: Yeah, she was 36 when this movie came out. So Andrew and I were watching this, you know, the other night um, to refresh our memories before we came here to talk about it. and Doing important research. Important because- research. Yeah, totally. And I was like... You know, Catherine O'Hara looks really young, despite this, like, like um, aging, early 90s hairstyle they've got on her. And I'm like, I wonder how old she was. And, yeah, she was 36 when it came out. So, uh, you know, probably 35 or 36 when they filmed it. And that's just as somebody who's also pushing 35 i'm sure you can relate here that that's like so young i'll like, be young
0: forever <laughs> yeah i do not have like four kids five
2: kids five. they literally Jesus. have five kids no thanks yeah so i was i don't I have no idea how old john Hurt was i just looked at katherine o'hara but yeah she she was really young when they well, when they filmed this
0: i'm trying to figure this out too as far as like ages go does our generation just love this movie more like both our parents and us because of the time it came out like if you were born in the 80s 1990 when this came out you were about kevin's age right and then so then as the mother you relate to him being like a bratty little asshole
2: well i actually have an observation there (laughs) um okay so i have all kinds of problems with gen x They're annoying. (laughs) Sorry, Gen Xers. Um, Sorry, brah. I know you guys, like, love your generation. Don't
0: worry, Katie. They can't even figure out how to download this podcast. (laughs) They're not even listening. (laughs) What's a space bar,
2: Gen
3: Xers?
2: (laughs) I know. Seriously. They're, like, still watching Reality Bites. Young young kids
3: who are with your parents in a... With your Gen X parents in a car... Please tell them to cover up their ears
2: right now. Yeah, I don't need their crap. Unless
0: they're driving, then just close your eyes.
2: <laughs> Be safe, <laughs> okay? Um, okay, so uh, I think kind of an iconic Gen X director is Kevin Smith, right? Yeah. Kevin Smith is like a super Very Gen well X known. director. Yes, right. So, in Dogma, remember Salma Hayek was like a muse? Mm-hmm. And she's, there's some scene, I haven't seen it in forever, but I've always, like, held this against Kevin Smith, Dogma, which I otherwise think is a pretty decent Kevin Smith movie, and kind of Selma Hayek, which is the part that breaks my heart the most. But she's talking about, like, which movies she influenced or something, and then she, like, insults Home Alone by saying, like, oh, the one with the kid who, like, and she makes a little screaming face, she says, like, she had nothing to do with that, and I'm just like fuck you X. like you know you were too old for it you don't get it i'm sorry that you missed out on it while you Just were being bitter so and wearing flannel and like- yeah. And, you know, so that's, and that's, what, so I think, like, yeah, we millennials, you either, like, were Kevin, about Kevin's age or younger when it came out, or you're, like, Andrew, who's, like, a lot younger, but, you know. Andrew was
0: born in 2004. Yeah, true. Incorrect. Yeah. Um, like,
2: 94? And then, yeah, like, 91. like boomer folks, they watched it with their kids. And then you just have, like, bitter old Gen X. Sorry, I'm being really harsh on Gen X. I'm so sorry. No, but, but, they're like they're said, yeah. but, like I said, boring. Yeah. Uh, like
3: I said, young sorry. kids with Gen X parents play Please tell them to cover their ears. Yeah. And
0: while we're on the note of generations, I will say this openly to millennials out there. You're a millennial, man. Own it. I know a lot of people like to fight that because they're like, ah, I'm not, I'm not that 16-year-old. No, you're not. And actually, they they're not finally... 16-year-olds
2: aren't
0: Gen X, so... I'm talking or about millennials. Millennials, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, they did finally come up with a term. I don't know what it is, but you can look in, like, psychology books and shit. But uh, anyone, I think it's born... 99 or 2000 and after or something like that is officially not a millennial. So like you, 1980 to whatever, 98 or something, like own it, man, that's awesome.
3: Hold your avocado toast with pride.
0: You know what's not in this movie that I thought was, and then I stood corrected after I watched it and I was like, oh right, that was in the second movie.
1: Hmm.
2: the
0: talk boy
1: oh Uh,
2: yeah oh i wanted a talk boy so
0: that was like the you know how everyone has that christmas gift it's funny because if you watch something like the santa claus and i won't talk about it too much because i can do a whole episode on that but um the when they talk about like oh the weenie whistle and the mystery date and the stuff that like oh i wanted but i never got and that's why i stopped believing in santa i don't remember believing in santa but i do remember that i wanted a talk boy more than anything for like three years running I was like I know the movie is old but I would accept it still <laughs> and right. I never got it because all I wanted to do was like play myself back in slow motion the father <laughs> yeah and the mic like extended mm-hmm. and, oh man oh yeah got, it
2: was so sweet we
0: saw the talk boy and the talk girl in a 95 Sears Christmas catalog a couple weeks ago yeah and I was like oh yeah mom never, screwed we you. we never had one did I we one. no
1: but I always wanted one and the talk girl is pink yeah in case anyone got confused about <laughs>
0: which is for why didn't
1: our parents get us one when we cheap,
2: clearly wanted one? Cheap no. Bastard. No, I think all the parents all watched
0: Lost in New York, and we're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, because he's such a little shit with that thing.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think our parents are probably right, rightly recognized that it would be really <laughs> annoying for them if yeah. we had that. Yeah. I mean, we were super annoying just with regular tape recorders. I used to record general. little like pretend like radio shows all the time and even do commercials you are
1: super annoying just like in general
0: so like i was saying every guy seems to get into cars at some point in this movie uh it's mentioned a couple times and then he uses it as one of his traps micro machines and i oh i don't want to swear just kidding i fucking love micro machines man (laughs) and like if I wasn't in public more often than I'm at home in private, I would play with micro-machines all the time.
3: Uh, don't you play with micro-machines in private?
0: <laughs> if you're referring insane. to my penis.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: Yes, Thic- the yes. Is.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I, oh, I love micro-machines. They're great. I actually have a, uh, if we were where I normally record this in my bar in my basement, I have a, uh, on my 90s wall of blockbuster cases and three and a half Inched floppies.
1: Oh, also.
0: <laughs> Set it up! Another! There's another a, main I have is. an unopened X Men Micro Machines box down there. One day I'll open it and I'll play with it. So, were Black Micro Bridge, Machines
1: yeah. literally,
2: like, I'm trying to remember, like they're just teeny cars. Yeah.
0: But they, there was also special edition ones so you could get like the Batmobile and all that crap. But it was, yeah, it was all tiny.
2: And that's it. That was the only difference. Yeah, They're
0: when then their, but their, their play sets and their storage containers were all...
2: Like all cute. Like Polly well, Pocket, but for boys. Uh, yeah, Both cars. Yeah. Micro I Machines came
0: out like five to seven years before Polly Pocket. But oh, uh, you know that. Uh, the gas can, there was a gas can, so it looked like a normal like human-sized gas can. But then you'd open up the oh. panels, and all of a sudden it was like this A whole giant, world. Yeah, it was fantastic. That's awesome. And that was like what they did. There was a little car wax can and then you open that up and it was actually like a car wash for cars to drive through it was really great micro machines were the best and uh, obviously kevin McAllister grazing me because he leaves them all over the place and yeah their aunt almost killed herself stepping on them.
2: oh yeah that's right yeah my dream would
0: have
1: been that mac and cheese. Oh, by oh my god! We were just—we were talking about that. When we
0: yeah. were watching the I was like one of those fast
1: like most most
2: that, that he never gets to yeah. eat. He never gets it. to, so eat so to
1: eat. It. <laughs> it's so sad. Just eat it. It's so—it's like the most unsatisfying element. You of know, Come alone for me. But you know that commercial? Nobody comes between me and my Calvin's. I'm like that with mac and cheese. <laughs> Nobody comes between me and my mac and cheese. Not I would even have been like Joe Pesci. I would have taken that. I would have taken that mac and cheese under my parents' bed with me and. Eating it while I was waiting for the robbers to enter. Carbo,
3: though, and he <laughs> yeah. had like this right we were it. like
2: paying attention, you know, a little more than usual while watching it. And Kevin has like this entirely like this super elaborate like formal dining room yeah. setup for his. He has, and cheese. Yeah, he has
3: he has two forks, yeah. a knife, and a spoon. <laughs> and when he's uh, after he says his prayer. He's uh, has his the fork and knife over over this uh, <laughs> this microwave mac and cheese dinner. Noodles are too
0: big. I gotta dinner. cut them up.
3: But then and he's got
0: his milk done. and like
2: an elaborate yeah, a wine glass goblet. Or something. Yeah. yeah,
3: but he
1: does blow out the candle or something. He does, yeah. which yeah.
2: was very responsible. But yeah. you know.
0: Just to the vindication you might get earlier in the movie, he also gets his own cheese pizza.
2: That's true, just yeah. for him. Yeah.
0: For free? No, he does pay for he it. He does pay for, he pay he for really
2: it. He doesn't really leave a tip, Keep the though. change, you
0: filthy <laughs> animal.
3: <laughs> That's why, you know, just polka, 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 polka. Nope. Twin Lakes Polka, Tamahushi Polka, a.k.a. Kiss Me Polka, Polka Twist. These are songs.
0: Yeah. That sound you just heard is the late, great, beautiful voice of John Candy, who was in this movie. Uh, improv nearly all of his lines.
1: Polka, polka.
0: <laughs> one, one of my favorite that I would like to read right now before we move on is... Uh, when he's trying to comfort Kevin's mom because she's like, oh, I left my son at home. (laughs) And John Candy replies with, oh, I did leave one of my kids at a funeral parlor once. (laughs) Yeah, it was terrible, too. I was all distraught and everything. The wife and I, we left little tyke there in the funeral parlor all day. (laughs) All day. You know, we went back at night when we when we came to our senses and uh there he was apparently he was there all day with a corpse now he was okay you know after six seven weeks he came around and started talking again but he's okay they get over it kids are resilient like that (laughs) that line is 100 percent improv and uh it's great on the note of john candy uh the actual idea for this movie generated out of a scene from uncle buck the year before where macaulay culkin damn adorable kid he's so is, cute uncle and
2: uncle buck oh my god
0: he's uh, interviewing a babysitter through the mail slot and just like here and just like every actor describes working with him at that age uh he's just like this adult child and and i imagine he would walk around set and probably like tell a lot of dad jokes
2: because like, uh-huh. dad of jokes and little seen? kid jokes are kind of the same thing. Well,
1: especially when you're a little kid who's been working in the entertainment industry since you were like two.
0: So what like, did he do before Uncle Buck?
3: He had a he had a Dare few you. acting roles, <laughs> like where he, <laughs> what <you>. he was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know.
0: Maybe, Porn. <laughs> 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 he went backwards. He
1: maybe is a Gerber baby. No, thinking aloud.
2: He has that general
0: look. So uh, Chicago, hi, I love you. You're beautiful. Uh, Me and Erica spent our honeymoon here and we come here annually. And I come here for work all the time. And it's a great city. Yeah, you agree?
1: Definitely agree.
0: Uh, we've done some good time good times. We've done some good times.
1: Yep. We've done That's <laughs> the right verb. Yeah.
0: Uh, we've we've had some good times this this weekend proves to be interesting uh, for me at least cuz I am still in a boot and incapacitated for another week and a half. You have to so tell
1: people what that means? My
0: walking is limited. My foot is in a boot.
1: Okay, great. Thank you. Not <laughs> like a <exactly>. winter boot. <laughs> yeah, no, nope. perfect. No,
0: it's in a <laughs> it's in a torn ligament boot. Because I'll tell you what, and you guys uh, you listen to this. You probably go to concerts occasionally, and I think one thing that's important to do when you leave concerts is look down. Because you never know where a step's going to be that you'll miss <laughs> and bend your ankle sideways.
1: Oh, and tear every <laughs> single lig- ligament in your ankle. Hey. It's kind a, of
2: on theme with Home Alone.
0: You know what I say? Losers sprain their ankles. Real men, full throttle. Give me six to eight weeks in a boot. <laughs> in case you don't know, because you don't, we just cut a bunch of stuff out. But we do want to thank Revolution Brewing for fistmus, the sound Andrew makes when he's fisting himself. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> And uh, I want to say, uh, uh, if you Christmas. haven't watched Home Alone yet, watch it. It's December. It's okay, guys. If you celebrate something else, that's fine. I don't celebrate anything, except for Christmas. And so thanks. And and Home Alone is out there, so watch it. If you don't own it, check out those Friday or two after Black Friday sales, because I'm sure you can still buy it. And thank you to Erica, Andrew, and Katie for sitting in an awkward position in this hotel room and recording this.
2: Thank you, Chicago, for hosting us this weekend. You're a wonderful city. You're not New York, but you're great. Hey,
1: thank you, Chicago.
0: Chicago. (laughs) Hey, the bears. Hey. 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 Let me hear you. Hey, let me pass over those sausages. Hey,
1: the bears. (laughs) Hey.
0: That's right, guys. That was Andrew Karras saying, go Detroit Lions. Thanks, guys. Uh, remember Merry to follow Christmas. on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Beers and 90s, or check course, us LinkedIn. out on <laughs> LinkedIn. Check out my uh, resume. And it press. doesn't say anything. <laughs> it says I'm 10 weeks old. <laughs> uh, and check out uh, justinlambmusiccom slash podcast. And if you have anything super personal to tell me about, like Andrew's butt in my face right now, you can email me at justin at justinlambmusic.com. And uh, make sure you let me know if Andrew masturbating on air really offended you. Thanks so much. You guys have a great night, great day, whenever you're listening to this. And if you're driving, let's try something crazy. Close your eyes for like three seconds. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye. Don't do that. See you next week.
1: trees camp on to I hold you in my heart and when I
0: think about you it makes me wanna fart oh come on guys gonna <laughs> <came apart. laughs>
1: I hope we never part now get it right or pay the price, price. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. All
0: right. <laughs> 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 that sound you hear is a dog being murdered <laughs>
3: <laughs> and you a uh right. uh and you a uh right. uh and you a uh and you a uh and you
1: a uh